Welcome to the Make It Up Podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. Hi guys, welcome back to the Make It Up Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and so excited to get this episode going today. We have everyone here with us today, so exciting group. Um, let's just go around, introduce yourself, starting with Maddie over here. Hi guys, my name's Maddie. I'm one of the adult leaders here at ISM. I teach and do small groups and run MC stuff. I don't know. I'm just here. And I love <laughs> just it. here for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just always here. <laughs> My name is Matt Moriarty. I'm one of the junior high leaders as well. And I just do whatever Reggie tells me to do. <laughs> <coughs> I just want to say, normally, <laughs> and then normally like, Maddie sits to your left so she gets introduced first. But now she's on the far side of everyone and she still gets introduced first. Yeah. I want to ask, she what kind of bias does this platform have? Oh, I'm absolutely biased towards yeah. Maddie, yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. 100%. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, I just wanted this to be known to all of our listeners. <laughs> that you're going last? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter where Reggie, I sit. What happened? The last shall be first. <laughs> what oh, is yeah. that sort of heart on this podcast? The last shall be first and the first shall be last. I want to be last so I can be first. Right. You just right. were. You there you go. Like, you're you're not. You're welcome. You, you know what? Just step for that. You <laughs> can welcome. kick us off. Have again. you ever heard of gaslighting? Because that is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that was ready, <laughs> That's by ready. the way. <laughs> you even have Charlie sitting on the couch where they're just chilling, like not caring that I'm being bullied on this podcast. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do for you? She's in the distance talking. <laughs> and I apologize for those who hear a distorted voice. She just said, she should not have interrupted me. Be quiet, <laughs> Okay, so actually jumping into our topic today, we're talking about God being the rescuer, God as a rescuer. Um, so I just want to start with like recapping the story of Moses and the Israelites in Egypt so we can kind of like have a frame of reference as like God as a rescuer. So you just want to recap that story really quick? Every time you say rescuer, I have to say Chip, 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 and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Chip, 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 and Dale. When there's danger. We're going to get copywritten because of that. Um, so I just want to, besides the, the fact that there's two chipmunks who are there to rescue you, there's one greater than two chipmunks. His name is God. And what God did, he said, well, like, probably like four or 5,000 years ago now, he sent a man named Moses. He, like, actually, Moses has a crazy life. Boy was, like, birthed, and they were trying to kill off all the Hebrew babies. So they put him in his river. He filled his little basket. He got, like, he got in with one of the Pharaoh's probably many daughters, and she raised him as his own. One day, he's seeing a Jew and Egyptian get into it. The Egyptians whooping on the Jew. So Moses, like, yeet him, like, straight up killed him, buries him in the dirt, runs <laughs> away. He goes, has a trip in the middle of the desert not with drugs but he does see this like bush on fire talking to him so what's that big concert thing in the desert Coachella yeah, yeah. what's the other one Burning like? Man Burning Man there we go so he has his own. do you think That's Burning Man gets its like. origins from Moses 100% That's okay. exactly oh what we started God. so um, anyway going back on track so Moses has his own Burning Man experience where he's like hearing his bush talk to him it's the I am he gives him a staff he says yo your half brother Aaron he's gonna roll up 
with you. They all rolled down. Maybe it could be his full brother. We don't even know. It's, ge- it's Hebrew genealogy and familiar, whatever. So he rolls back to Egypt. He says, Moses, let my people go. Moses, like, hard pass. He goes again, hard pass. Does some miraculous wonders. After a long, long period of time, they go back and forth. He says yes. He says no. It goes back and forth, back and forth. Just kind of like you trying to be nice to me. You can't really decide what you're going to do. Um, oh, it's always me. I've decided. Okay. Yeah. Well, Pharaoh can make like that it. decision. <laughs> anyway, eventually God um, kills off all the Egyptian babies, gets revenge back for the Jewish babies. Kind of like that full cycle. Fortunate, but it's what happens. And eventually Moses gets freed with all the Israelites. Egyptians change their mind one last time. They gallop after him to kill him. Then suddenly the Red Sea parts and lets the Jews through. Then the Egyptians roll them through. Smash. They drown. They're done. I shouldn't have clapped there. You're going to have a lot of noise there. But eventually, boom, people are in the promised land. Did I cover what you were looking for? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not quite and in the promised land. Yes. God <laughs> rescues the Israelites from slavery from the Egyptians. Yeah. And Moses leads it. So it's that time where we are going to say a code word. And if you are the first person to DM the Instagram, you will win a $5 Starbucks gift card. Reggie, what is the code word? The word is joy kill. <clears throat> joy kill. Is that joy kill? Oh. Is that one kill? The word is joy kill. What Reggie did on today's podcast was kill the vibe. Oh so what I gosh. want you to do is, joy. is DM Reggie, you killed my vibe. I changed it. You killed my vibe today. And I will give you a gift card. The first one to DM Reggie to say, you killed my joy is the winner. His Instagram will be linked down below. Thanks, guys. So with that, that was, that was <laughs> the, the, the short version. I think that's what we were looking for. Originally. <laughs> no, that, no, actually, that was helpful. Yeah, no, that's that was like the Gen Z recap. Because you're like, Captain, you know, I, I love that. How many Bet. Stanley Cups Bet. do you have? Oh my gosh. Those are expensive. Like four. First not, of all, you have four all Stanley Cups. They're all gifts. They're all gifts from oh, yourself. Okay. Oh, no, not from myself. <laughs> hey, you feeling down today, Maddie? Shopping I deserve this. I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this cup. Okay, so we just heard the story of God like rescuing a whole people group like literally saving like thousands of people if not millions i don't know how big the population was but a lot of people from like another people group does god still rescue people today maddie you want to steal my answer or do you want to no, go, you first can this go first time? i'm not gonna go first this time matt why don't you go <laughs> well okay um I believe so. And I don't think you don't see huge people groups in the millions getting saved and turned, you know, freed from other big groups of people. But you do see it in everyday life. You can see, sadly, in sad stories like trafficking. There's people, there's miraculous stories that people do have how they were able to be freed in some miraculous way. So I do believe that God still does miraculous works to free people. Is it with huge groups of people? No, but I would bet you that people in um, Israel right now that are dealing with it have great stories. I know Dina teached last Sunday and she spoke of a miraculous story of just how people were in the streets getting shot out and then those people just turned around and left and the people that were in that church were saved because of it. So 
again, not a mass exodus, 2,000 people, but definitely proof that the Lord is working and can do the great and the miraculous. And just to date ourselves, by Dina preaching last week, we were in October. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening to this in November, <laughs> that didn't quite say. happen when you think it did. Or in Twilight Zone. Do, 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 do. Or she's talking next week. Speaking of the future. Yeah. Um, so, so she was like, <laughs> they just stopped talking. We're like, wait, like, wait. What? <laughs> she froze because she was in all of our brilliance. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what we're it doesn't happen exactly. often, but it happens. Yeah. Um. So like, with that, how does that like Moses story apply to people today? Like people who are in their lives, mm-hmm. like maybe they are not completely like mm-hmm. they're not in a situation where they need God to like come move them from like one country to another or something like that but just like daily life god interacting because this attribute of him being a rescuer how is that like relevant today i don't know i think matt mentioned like sexual or like sex trafficking like that's one way god rescues but like just for a lot of us day to day like god rescues like us from like ourselves as in like our depression our anxiety like our worry our stress like god can come in and rescue i mean because i don't know if anyone's ever gone through something hard but sometimes it feels like you're in a pit and like you literally need someone to like reach down and pull you out like i think god rescues us from those things and i mean he does it daily like there's so many stories even in my life where like i feel like i've been in pits and i feel like god's just like pulled me out and rescued me because if he didn't that i'd still be stuck down there do you want to sorry just like an example of a time you were yeah in a pit oh gosh there's so many where do i start (laughs) (laughs) i think I would take, I mean, COVID for me was like a big one where it was like a lot of loneliness where it was like my family just like locked down our household for months Mm -hmm. and I was just like isolated and alone. And I mean, COVID, (laughs) COVID. (laughs) but I really think that like God rescued me because I was able, I mean, one, I got really close to him because I had nothing else to do in my time. So I was like reading my Bible a lot. But then my friends, like, I think like were reaching out to me and I feel like they would be like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, is there anything you need? I feel, I truly feel like it was God sometimes like sending other people to like get me out of that like loneliness that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to escape myself. Because I mean, I feel like everyone can relate to that though. It was so like lonely and i feel like rescue i mean not to like go really heavy i feel like rescuing is such a subjective thing because like i I saw on instagram today and i knew not to click right now we're going through and watching the hamas versus israel war Mm -hmm. and it was a photo of a dad holding what i thought was his daughter and it was his daughter but she was dead Mm -hmm. and she was five years old and you could see her lifeless limbs and Running Charlotte, like her face and her age was probably just a little bit older than my daughter and I could barely watch it, but for some reason, I just wanted to, like, empathize with that dad because I just thought, I don't want to see this. It's too heavy. And the truth is, like, you can be in Ukraine. Like, it's so easy for us just to ignore how much evil, like, atrocities just are happening every freaking day. How much murder, rape, death, murder, rape, death, murder, rape, death, on and on the cycle goes. And... 
I think it's important that when we talk about rescuer, we understand the salvific rescuing, because I do believe God can do the miraculous, and he does from time to time, but there are so many instances where he's not. I think it's so important that we understand there's instances where your circumstances, where someone's been raped, he didn't intervene. No angel came and cut down the rapist. He didn't intervene with Putin. He still hasn't intervened. He hasn't, hasn't. Like, like if you're a Ukrainian who's dead or lost a loved one, you're devastated. So I know I'm going so deep into this, but I think it's important that I give you a full understanding of when I wrote Journey. I'm going to talk about the rescuer. It's really got to focus on the salvation of Christ coming and having a new life because in this world, the rescuing is the fact that this world is on our end. Yeah. Because if you focus on this world alone, yeah. he's not a very good rescuer. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion. Like, um, Let's clarify what's the salvation of Christ, a salvific thing that you're talking about that you mentioned. Well, I think the rescuing is that he's been looking at this world for thousands of years and as it was created and then fell into sin and evil of man, just choosing to choose their own selfish gains and hurts and anger begets anger and it's not like Star Wars but like this hatred and death and you see this like darkness I've been watching a lot of Star Wars this like dark side of humanity and what happened was God kept giving them morals and laws and like here's how you should live here's what is right and wrong and sometimes man will go along with it but mostly they just miss the mark which is sin it's an archery term it means to miss the mark and evil has just reigned for so freaking long. And I know I'm using stronger words, but I just mean that. I'm even hitting the table because it's like hard on me to process. But then 2,000 years ago, Jesus was sent, lived this world, died on the cross in excruciating pain. I think to even be able to write to those who are in Israel right now, or like, you don't know what it's like to die horribly. I don't, but Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And he died in the most brutal, painful, humiliating way to save us. So whenever you see those atrocities happening to others, I think Jesus partly died in such a brutal way to say, I actually can understand. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my heart's a little heavy. That's great. I mean, that's not heavy. It's that's the truth. And that's what's the hard part. And a lot of people are fast forwarding from the story, but they think that they're out of it. And that's what is it out of the frying pan into the fire? What happened? They took a three day journey that now took them 40 years to get into the promised land. And Mm -hmm. even Moses, the one couldn't even enter the promised land. It's true. It's it's a story that's tough to hear because this people group was enslaved and then right after they were enslaved they thought they were free but then they were in it again for another generation of people and even the person that led them wasn't able to and it was joseph which is another word for yeshua jesus was the one that had to get them into the promised land and it's just another symbol that that's life is hard and sometimes it doesn't get easier but we have the promise and the hope that this, like you said, this isn't the end. This is, it's just the beginning, which is hard to, to say, especially when you're in the thick of it and you're in the worst part and you're just down in the dumps to truly think that it's not, it's not over. Even if the worst thing happens to you right now and is death, that that's just the beginning and you get to experience heaven with your heavenly father who loves you and cares about you and all your 
friends and family are going to be there and it's going to be just a place that is just going to be peace and joy and it's that's the true victory and that's the true exodus story is his people leaving this sinful world going to the perfect place um so with that what is this like attribute of god this character of god him being the rescuer the moses story the salvation like you were just talking about um what does that tell us about jesus and like how we can relate to him i think like you know you know how everyone loves like the saying like jesus loves you like it's everywhere like when i like one of my favorites that like little things that i see is like jesus saves and so it's like God sent his son, Jesus, to rescue us from sin. Like, so when God is the rescuer, I mean, he sent, he was, Jesus was our lifeline. Like, he was our, what's the little floaty thing in the ocean when you're, you know, like, the that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was the one who's literally just pulling us out because, I mean, we, we, we can't do it ourselves, but he did. So, I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts, conclusions? It went really heavy. So <laughs> it was like we're all it joking around, like, ah! <laughs> and I think this podcast, that was anyone listening, there's going to be some heavy seasons. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times where you can say this isn't fair. And it's true. It's not. There are times in Maddie's life, Matt's life, my own life, Andy's life, um, Charlie, where things are not as they should be. And it's not like, oh, someone just wronged you. Like, whatever, let it go. It's like, no, someone has wronged you so deeply to your core that affects your very thoughts. You can lie awake nightly, sleepless about it. You can sit there just having your world wrecked by people. And they're evil. Even by your own evil. You sit there and think, why did I do this? It made no sense to do what I did. And I just want you to know that Jesus can rescue that. Mm-hmm. And that this world is not your home. Mm-hmm. And what we as Christians can do to be rescuers is share Christ. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we can share Christ. So that one day there's a world where there is no IEDs. There's no bombs going off. There's no Hamas. There's no just garbage there's no rape there's no murder there's no terror one day the world will be as it should be kind loving gracious beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah phenomena Um, yeah, so with that, um, that's all we have for today. If Reggie mentioned um, the journey book that he wrote. If you want to buy that, it's going to be linked down below. Um, and with that, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Lindsay, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions, get in contact with us. Check out the links below for our social media pages. DM us, message us, tag us in things, and we'll see you guys next time.